Hello, and welcome to the IR Weekly Podcast, keeping you up to date with all of the latest news in the realtor world. I'm Jeremy. And I'm Kelly. And on today's episode, we're talking with Dr. Daniel McMillan, head of the Stuart Handler Department of Real Estate at the University of Illinois at Chicago College of Business Administration. Dr. McMillan and his team provide Illinois realtors with monthly, quarterly, and annual housing forecasts. And he's here today to give us an early look at the 2022 forecast and tell us what we can expect in the housing market next year. Dr. McMillan, welcome to the show. Well, uh, thank you. I'm glad to be here. Absolutely. Well, this is uh, this is going to be so amazing because you guys do such great work um, up there. And of course, uh, you, you just uh, got onto this job with us here. So, I mean, we're very excited to kind of be the first ones to talk to you about this. This is going to be great, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're really pleased to have this being based uh, at the University of Illinois, Chicago. Now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, if anybody wants to watch that announcement video, we have that on Vimeo somewhere. Um, so, <laughs> the Illinois Realtors Vimeo. But um, let's get right into it here. So, before we look up uh, ahead at the housing forecast, uh, what have been some of the key trends that have defined the 2021 housing market? I think the first one is just the continued really high rates of growth uh, of, of prices. It started early on during the pandemic and it continued throughout 2021. So overall, Illinois' rates have probably been a little bit lower than the national average, but they're still really high by historical standards. They also varied quite a bit. So uh, over the course of the year, the, uh, the range in the annual growth rates uh, in, in a given month would be somewhere in the order of 5% all the way up to 20%. Um, so quite a bit of variation, but always quite high. And it's been pretty similar in both Chicago and the rest of the state um, in terms of those growth rates. Uh, so the second trend, though, is that sales um, have generally been relatively low. Um, so prices are high, but the inventory hasn't really kept up. Why? Well, of course, part of the reason why prices are high, right? <laughs> um, and and they were kind of uneven. So they were uh, generally up through the early part of the year, but at the end of the year, they started showing some declines. Um, and then the final one that I want to mention is just the fact that uh, one of the problems with inventory has been the uh, it's been really difficult for builders uh, to be adding to the housing stock right now. There's still these major bottlenecks in supply. And they're still having trouble getting workers. Um, and I, that's part of the reason why we haven't seen the increase in, in, uh, in sales, even though we've seen the huge increases in prices. Yeah, absolutely. I have a, I have a brother, my brother-in-law is trying to build onto his basement. And uh, yeah, the lumber costs are still up there. They are well, still high. Well, and just simple things like remodeling. I yeah. mean, we want to remodel our bathroom. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. Get in line. Everyone else is trying to do that. <laughs> Next. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so the end of the year is quickly approaching, um, which I can't believe that. Ooh, uh, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> um, so looking at your 2022 forecast, what can we expect in terms of home sales, prices, and just the market in general? Okay, so, you know, the, 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 there's always this caveat that it's just really hard to make forecasts, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> and I got to say, it's particularly hard right now. Um, because of all these things that are going on. So the first one going on is the supply bottlenecks. We don't really know when they're going to end. The troubles in the labor market, we don't know when they're going to end. And there's some major bills before Congress right now, and we don't know what's going to happen with them. So you put it all together, and you know what we're expecting is that prices are going to continue to rise. Expect the price increases to be a little bit lower. Now, this is something that, that there's still some uncertainty about, but we do expect price increases to be a bit lower 
but still high by historical standards. And we expect them not to be quite as variable as last year. They varied a lot across uh, within the, the course of the year within Illinois. Um, so overall, we're expecting the price increases to be somewhere more around the, a fairly broad range, a 2% to 8% range uh, in, uh, over the course of the year. Um, you know, best guess would be somewhere on the order of four, four to five percent sort of range over the course of the year. And we're still not expecting to see sales really increase significantly. Um, don't see a lot of sign of the inventory building up. And that seems to be true both nationally and in Illinois. Absolutely. Well, hey, I mean, you just set up my question perfectly here. Um, <laughs> look at the professionalism, people. Okay, so you just mentioned it, um, though, but low in- inventory, its it has been an issue. I know it's like came up a lot in the last year, even uh, 2022 uh, as well. But, you know, it's been an issue for several, several years now. So do you expect any yeah. improvement on that front next year? Well, I mean, all I can say is I hope so. Right. But, it, it, you know, it's real. Um, I, we just don't see any real end to right now to the trouble with builders finding workers and supplies. Um, you know, there has been some decrease in the price of, of or, or, or at least slowing the rate of increase in the price of lumber. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, that should help in terms of uh, new building. Um, and, you know, if the market does start to turn around, you might expect people, but one of the reasons why people aren't buying a lot of houses right now is because you have to have a house to buy if you yeah, sell. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, you know, I, and then we still don't really know what's going on with the pandemic. Um, so you put all those together and it's really hard to say. Um, our expectation is that sales are going to increase moderately over the co- course of the year, but we don't see really big increases in the, in the level of inventories. And again, that's true, I think, both in Illinois and nationally. So you just um, mentioned the pandemic. Uh, what about potential foreclosures? Um, forbearance programs may have saved off some foreclosures during, the, during COVID, but could there eventually be an uptick in foreclosures in Illinois? And what would that mean to the market overall? So there was a, a pretty big uptick in, in foreclosures nationally when some of these first programs were rolled back. Um, but the uptick, the increase that, that we saw in foreclosures was relative to really historical lows, right? I mean, because, you know, you're comparing it to a time where we had foreclosures um, being stemmed by, by some of these programs. Um, by historical levels, foreclosures are still relatively low. And one of the biggest drivers of foreclosures is actually, you know, when the, the declining home prices. Um, and we're not seeing, you know, we're expecting to see increases in home prices. And then on top of it, we have this legislation going through Congress that if, you know, some of this passed is going to add uh, money to, to households. And you put it together, and I think that the probability of a big increase in foreclosures is very low. So I think there'll be an increase in foreclosures just because these programs are going to end. But I think by historical standards, the foreclosures are still going to be on, on the low side. Absolutely. And I, I believe we, we talked with um, Matt Rentschler here um, a couple of weeks ago about the uh, new round of assistance programs, rental assistance programs uh, happening in December in Illinois. And yeah, he said that there was this trend like, you know, everybody was expecting this doom and gloom foreclosure scenario yeah. that was going to happen once these programs ended. But that nationally, you know, it kind of held steady, you know, like the housing providers did sort of step up in that regard. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I think 
that's that's been the case so far, and um, I don't don't really see that changing over the course of next year. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and that's uh, also good because of the national trends here. Um, so you've uh, sort of hit on these a couple, uh, a, a few things here, but. Are there other economic trends at the national level that that could have an impact on the Illinois housing market, or um, are there other things like that that we should be watching to uh, on the national level that it will affect us here in Illinois? Well, I, I think one important one that I haven't seen people talk too much about yet is the uh, provisions in the, the the bill that's before Congress right now for. Um, restoring the income tax deductions for state and local income tax. Right. <laughs> That's a big deal in Illinois because we have, we have high property taxes Yeah, and the limit went down to $10,000 and you know, that's all your state and local taxes, right? So yeah. there's plenty of people across the state of Illinois who are paying more than $10,000 just in property tax, let alone property tax and income tax. Um, they're talking about making that as high as $80,000, although that it seems unlikely it's going to be that high, the deduction. Um, I think that would have a major impact on, um, on the housing market, uh, in places like Illinois and other high property tax places like the New York metropolitan area. Um, so that's the first one. Um, I think the other important thing to pay attention to, of course, is still what's happening in the building industry, because if we do get more, um, building going on again, that's going to have a big effect on things. And the final one, I, I think, is um, the issue of inflation. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> I, you know, so my, my view of inflation as an economist is I think of inflation, when I was in grad school, inflation was always defined as a, a steady increase in, in prices. And I don't think that we're actually in an inflationary time by that definition right now. Right, what right. we have is a one, hopefully, a short-term increase in prices that's due to the supply bottlenecks and the fact that everybody is bidding up the prices of durable goods. Um, once we get back more toward a normal state of affairs and what kinds of goods people are buying and eliminate some of the supply problems then I expect that the price trends will be more like they were in the past. So I don't think that inflation is going to be an, an ongoing problem, but I bet you it will be for at least another six months. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I hear there is a, a raging economist's battle. It's like jets and sharks out there about whether or not the inflation is, is permanent or not. But um, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, I, I, I think that I, I've heard something too the other day. I listened to another economist that was, yeah, thinking like it is like you don't have people like um, paying for, I think he said services uh, as much mm. as they were anymore. That's right. It's no, all it's, durable it's a, goods. Movement toward durable goods. That's what people are doing right now. And we just haven't been able to keep up with the supply. And that's happening all throughout the world. So, that, I mean, the other thing to remember is that inflation ultimately is a monetary issue. It has to do with you know, too much money being supplied to the economy. And that means that there's always a lot of variation across countries in this. The fact that it's happening everywhere in the world, basically, at the same time, means that this is not really that that traditional monetary inflation problem it's 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 the effect of a, a big increase in the demand for th for durable goods without a, a big increase in supply and that leads to a uh, an adjustment in prices, but it doesn't mean that they're going to keep on going that way in the future. Absolutely. Well, from so, your, we'll from see. The, yeah, your lips <laughs> to all of our ears. Let's, let's make that so. <laughs> yeah. But remember what, what happens when you have inflation is that interest rates go up. Yeah. 
And yeah. when interest rates go up, that has a big effect on the housing market. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so it's definitely something to keep in mind for the housing market. Absolutely. Well, I think me and Jeremy got through our questions and um, the key points. Um, I know our members really value the information you provide with these forecasts and the market stats and whatnot. So um, thank you for joining us today and sharing your insights and highlights from the 2022 Illinois housing forecast. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, this was this was absolutely fantastic, Dr. McMillan. The first of many. Let's let's do this many more times. <laughs> yes. um, but we do want to remind our listeners that you can find a copy of the 2022 forecast along with monthly and quarterly forecasts, housing market reports, infographics, and more on the Illinois Realtors Market Stats webpage. You can find that at www.illinoisrealtors.org slash market stats. That's it for this week's IR podcast. Thank you all for listening. And as always, give us a rating and review on your podcast app of choice. And if you want any more content, simply search for Illinois Realtors on your favorite social media app. We'll see you next week.